Giants fans, welcome to The Checkup with Big Mac, a Duke University graduate with 40 years of experience as an athletic trainer and physical therapist who just so happens to be Big Blue All Year's resident medical expert. Lots to talk about, so let's start with the most important, Saquon Barkley. <sighs> the golden god himself tore his ACL, MCL, and meniscus on September 20th, week two against the Bears waited about a month and changed to have surgery on October 30th. So Big Mac, six month checkup. Tell me what you're seeing. Actually, I want to say five month checkup. So the thing that's difficult is you don't know exactly what he did damage. When you tear an ACL, you can tear and injure sometimes the lining cartilage, not just the meniscus, but the lining cartilage and some other structures of the knee. So one, that's one thing we will never know unless they go on and tell us about it. Two, at the five-month time frame, it depends on several factors. What did he repair the ligament with? Was it his own uh, patellar tendon? Did he do a, use a cadaver? Well, the good news is the doctor they used out in California is a super sports medicine doctor. He's done a lot of Tommy John's. And it seems like every doctor, every athlete now is trying to go to him instead of James Andrews, who was the resident uh, expert prior to this. That's so one, Dodgers he's got it. Right. Is Pardon? The he's the Dodgers guy, right? Yes. Yes. So he's got, uh, he's got a great doctor. So, you know, the technique was probably done correctly. Now, the next thing is the rehab. It's staged and it's based on time. The repair itself, how long does it take to mature? The meniscus comes into another factor. You're repairing the meniscus. If you push too hard too soon, you can re-tear the meniscus. So you have to go along slowly. But recently, I was looking at Bleacher Report, and I saw a picture of Saquon doing single leg stands, doing shifting movements on his legs. So it looks like he's doing pretty well. The key ingredient is the reduction and no swelling, restoration of range of motion, then reaching his rehab goals strength, balance, then cardiovascular conditioning. He's now five months out. So by the time the season starts, right, we're going to talk about 10 months. So if everything is okay, one, that what they repaired, they did well. He does the rehab and it looks like he's a very dedicated uh, athlete. All those things come together. He should be coming back in pretty good shape. It's never the same ligament. What God made was better than what we try to repair things with. But from the looks of it, the repairs have gotten better and better over the years. So I think he's got a pretty good chance coming back and being a pretty productive player. Way to end on some some good news there. So really quick, quick follow-up questions on Saquon. So you mentioned the single leg um, workouts that he's doing right now. At five months in, is there concerns with that? Like what, what else would a typical day of five month in for an ACL surgery rehab look like right now? What, what would you expect to be seeing Saquon doing? Well, well, I'll go back to guidelines. They have devices, both using hands and mechanical devices that can test the stability of the ligament. How good and strong is the ligament? How stable is that joint? If he passes those particular tests, then what you're seeing now, he's He's in the, uh, in the water on a water treadmill. He's uh, doing movement in the water. 
Uh, he's on a bicycle. He's on a uh, 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 elliptical machine. He's weight weight training. He's got to be a little careful about getting too aggressive. So his goals now is restoring his full quad and hip strength, right, to prepare himself for the quick lateral change of direction drills that a typical running back would be undergoing at this time in his off-season program. So I'm expecting in the next two months that he would be starting that phase of his rehabilitation. Great. So my, my last question that I'm going to just tie my, my second and third questions together. It sounded like there was optimism, all things going well, that Saquon would be ready for week one. So what would you be looking out for? And I'm not talking hype videos you see on YouTube or, you know, everybody talks about how the rehab is doing well. Is there any hard evidence leading into the season that you could say, hey, if, if I see him doing this in his rehab or workout on the practice field, that man's ready to start playing football again. Well, if he's running, changing directions, reacting to a ball, reacting to a pass that's thrown to him, that's underthrown where he has to come back for the ball or reach out. Uh, I'm looking at change of direction types of things. And then his reaction of his knee to that, no swelling afterwards, no pain, no loss of strength. And the testing shows that that ligament is still stable. So the biggest thing is I don't want to see swelling after he'll work out. So he could look good on the practice field and the Giants might not know how positive or negative he reacts. You're saying until like he could look great, but then if that knee reacts and he needs three days of rehab to recover from it, that's an indication that there's still something wrong. Well, that's an indication that, you know, timing is everything. Everything takes time and healing time is a factor that has got to be considered. So you don't want to push too hard, but he looks pretty good from the, uh, the video I saw. Well, that's great news, and I'm sure we'll be getting lots of updates on him because many, many things about the Giants' success in 2021 hinges on his recovery. So let's get into the biggest news over the last couple of weeks. The Giants signed three big free agents. All of them, though, the commonality is that they come with very recent injury history. So in order of probably importance, or at least size of contract, Kenny Galladay with a hip issue, Adoree Jackson with a knee issue, and Kyle Rudolph with a foot issue that might be needing or will definitely be needing surgery here in the coming weeks. So uh, let's go down the line, Big Mac. What do you know about Kenny Galladay and the hip issue that made him lose, I believe, 11 games last year? Yeah, there were some issues in Detroit, and sometimes you get the impression that they might have tried to bring him back a little bit too quickly. And from the information you get, you see and read, it seems like it was more of a hip flexor strain than anything else. And that can be a recurrent injury for anybody that is running, as long as it wasn't any type of uh, cartilage injury around the hip, something like A-Rod had. Uh, that's the only concern you'd have. And, but the information you got from the giant doctors, that wasn't the case. So if it was just a hip flexor strain that can be recurrent, just like a hamstring strain can be, uh, he should have full recovery and be able to go full tilt. Biggest thing question, the biggest question is, are they being honest with everybody about what the injury actually was? And they really haven't said. Well, knowing that the Giants went out and got, I believe, the uh, Detroit Lions uh, pro football personnel director, Kyle O'Brien, you would like to think he has some inside knowledge. I guess just to double down and make sure that uh, all our listeners are clear, would you say then, Big Mac, if the hip injury was bigger than the one that you indicated, sort of something that, that, that keeps you from playing, but is more akin to a, a reoccurring hamstring issue. Would the drills and the tests that the Giants medical staff 
undoubtedly went through during his sort of three-day visit with the team, would you be confident that those tests would reveal something that would have stopped this trade dead in the water? Or, excuse me, the sign? Yes. In this day and age, they wouldn't be able to miss if there was a, a cartilage injury in the hip. Perfect. So, so I, I, I think, I think it should be great to go. Yep. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. Adoree Jackson, cornerback. A uh, former track star, blazing speed, had two great years to start in the NFL, and then has had a couple of little uh, injuries these last two, most notably knee last year. Frankly, I didn't see much more out there than quote-unquote knee. What were you able to uncover for us with regards to Dory Jackson? Well, I looked at the tape of where he was injured and was on a punt return, I believe, and uh, that's one. It was on a punt return. I didn't see him plant his foot. It didn't seem like he got hit on it. And then you got from the, the literature out there that it was a patellar tendon issue. Well, you don't get a patellar tendon injury, right? Just running back a kick return. That's an overuse injury, like a jumper's knee. So I really don't know what he had, right? And the other point is he's now been quite a bit of time since then. He's been screened by the doctors. If there was something more, a ligament injury, a cartilage injury, uh, I think it would have shown up in that uh, regard. So I, the key with that is you really don't know what he was injured, what he injured. And if you don't know it, then you have to say, how can I make a judgment on it? Except he went in and went through the full tilt testing, the, uh, the giant medical staff. Unless they're incompetent, they should have picked anything up. So to that point, uh, barring any major incompetence uh, through the evaluation, but on top of that, Big Mac, the guy came back and played the last two games of the regular season and the playoffs. In your experience, if he had a knee injury uh, similar to a patellar uh, injury, if I recall, is what derailed Victor Cruz uh, amongst others' careers. But he, Victor Cruz ruptured his patellar tendon. This is nothing in that category at all. No. Okay. Okay. So there's varying degrees to a patellar tendon. A, a patella to tendon like Excuse me, I'll leave, I'll leave the medical terminology to the expert. Excuse, excuse myself. Uh, but so you're, you're feeling good then. The guy came back at the end of the year and barring massive uh, insanity by the Giants medical staff, whatever it was. Yeah. I heard when he came back, he wasn't the same player, though. You know, I don't know what the story was on that. But uh, so the, the jury is still out, but they've got they screened him and they gave him the money. So I'm going to say, hey, go for it. You should do well. The irony, we talked about this in the last episode, uh, those three games were the lowest grades that he got in his four-year career, and the lowest of his low was the highest of any player that played CB2 for the Giants. So hopefully uh, coming back and recovering and playing with some other studs gets him back up there. Uh, I do have one last question for you on Dory Jackson, and really I just want to know if this dog hunts at all. Um, apparently there were some reports out there that the Titans, quote unquote, weren't happy with the way that the US, USC alum conducted himself during rehab. What does that even mean to you? Like, what, what, what could that possibly mean that he was being lazy? Like, I mean, he still came back and played. I've listened to some interviews with the kid. He seems like a, a genuine guy. Logan Ryan went out and recruited him, put his reputation on this guy. Does this sound like, you know, general managers justifying the cuts or what would a lazy rehab look like? You know, I, I, I don't have an answer to that. It just sounds uh, sort of sounds like a lame excuse. Well, hopefully their loss is the Giants gain. And last poor, poor turn of words, lame excuse. But OK, 
Nice. Um, Kyle Rudolph. I think Giants Nation was really excited that perhaps Jason Garrett had found his version of Jason Witten. And then there was the worry that the contract was going to fall through because Giants medical staff had uncovered some issues with, I believe, his Liz Frank um, in his foot. But now we went ahead and signed him. He's going to have surgery and is hopefully ready for week one. Like, what the heck is going on with Kyle Rudolph? I have no idea because I don't know what the injury is because a Liz Frank injury is a terrible injury. All right. So um, is it something like uh, Xavier uh, had our defensive back? Is it uh, – um, uh, a fracture of a fifth metatarsal. I, I have no idea uh, what it is. So the only thing I can go back to say is the same thing. They brought him in. It came up on the medical. Well, they must've looked at it and they must've talked to their doctors and said, Hey, if we operate the first of April on this, when is he going to be ready to return? And what are my chances that where I'm getting the same Carl Rudolph that I had before this injury? And they signed off on it. So uh, unless there's a whole new medical team <laughs> next year, we should be in good shape. He seems like a great guy too. Yeah. love to listen to him and, and what he has to say. And if there's any truth to the fact he had 13 other offers out there and after talking to Garrett and judge knew that the giants was the place he wants to be. Uh, you got to love to hear that as a giants fan, I guess, put on your, uh, your, uh, soothsayer hat here and just give me an idea. You know, what, what would be an injury that you could even expect it. I mean, I feel like you hear from people like Ahmad Bradshaw, whose you know foot injuries have ruined their career, um, all along around varying degrees of issues with foots. I guess is my point. What yeah, is it, something that you could have surgery on today for a six foot six massive man? You could have it. Yeah, it could be turf toe. It could be uh, there's two small bones underneath the great toe called sesamoid bones. He could have a fracture of that. He could have his metatarsals, which are the long bones, one of them fractured. All right. That's what McKinney had? Yeah, he, he had more a fracture of his fifth metatarsal, which doesn't have a great healing thing. So could have something going on with his heel, spur. You know, not, not sure exactly what it is. He could have a bump on his heel. <laughs> so, you know, the hard thing is you're not going to get the true answers of what exactly he had. So uh, all I can go along with is uh, hope the docs are doing a good job. Yeah, a lot is riding on their evaluations, and it sounds like you are inclined to think we all should have some reason for optimism. So this won't be the only time we ask you to, to come uh, give us a check up here, Big Mac. But uh, anything else you got to say about these four? It sounds, you know, again, barring information we haven't had access to yet, that we should be feeling pretty good, no? Yeah, they sound like they're great, uh, great uh, individuals as well as great athletes. Hell yeah. Well, I'm excited for the season. I know the rest of the panel is. It, go enjoy your Palm Sunday. I know the family's over. Go get fed. Big Blue all year. Appreciate you joining. That was the checkup with Big Mac. We'll be back. Shaman, take us out. All right, Giants fans, don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Big Blue All Year on all social media platforms. We have a lot of content coming to you. Uh, the draft has got us real busy. We're going to be grinding away, so keep your ears towards the podcast, and uh, we'll, keep you, we'll keep you ready for the season. See you later, guys.